This is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Yeah, dude, that faux con carne you told me about. I totally thought it was going to be faux with some with some carne in it. But dude, the only con I see here is that you conned me into believing there was carne in there. When it would have meant it was fake meat all along. I feel bamboozled. I feel hoodwinked. I feel pranked. It was all a hoax. And now I gotta go vomit it up because I don't want to tell my friends that I ate some vegan stuff. Oh, I was tricked. I got street cred to live up to. Yowzers. Wowzers, yowzers. Wowzers, yowzers. Uh... Wow. Things are moving and grooving, people. Uh, I will be releasing... I already... Well, by the time you hear this, I will have released another episode with Scaramanga Silk. Uh, I had an extraordinary conversation with the... Guys who created the Mesmer and Braid ARG. I talked with those fellas. Steve and Nick. Uh, Those guys just really, really uh, big into ARGs, just like Spencer McCall. So I'm going to see if I can wrangle together a brainstorming session record it two hours the four of us and then we get to hear the uh these masterminds heck we might as well get wiley involved why not sheesh god if i could fit that many people on a call i would love that getting hooking in wiley spencer nick and steve oh my gosh if you don't know what an ARG is, don't worry. It's, it's, I mean, it's been, a, the concept has been around for a, a, for a long time, I would say. Um, uh, I'm a money magnet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a money magnet. Thank you. Um, the concept, let's see. What, what was like the first example of an ARG? I guess a geocache is similar to an ARG, if you know what that is. Look up geocaches sometime. Those have been around a while. But I was astonished to find that there are ARG conventions. There are actually conventions where these people go who are all enthused, enthralled with creating these, these realities. And, uh, I mean, it's, it, it, it's astounding. It's completely astounding. Also, we'll have an episode with uh, probably the span of maybe three episodes. We'll see. We'll see. It's a lot of information. Uh, from when I hung out with Phil Donlin, my buddy from high school, he and I were in our first play together. It was called Golden Boy. He, he dared me to be in it. I dared him to be in it. I said, I'll audition if you audition. Uh, the, 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 our uh, theater teacher kept 
saying to us, hey guys, come on, audition, audition. And uh, it was shortly after that, I was in my very first play, a musical, West Side Story, where Phil also was in it. So we've been friends throughout, throughout the years. We've been in improv groups together, one called The Fresh Leftovers, one just called Sketches, one called The Medium Rare. Uh, we've helped each other on film projects, and this is the first commercial we worked together on. So I was there. I was able to get my buddy Brian DeVille involved. I was able to get Mark Timmons, a.k.a. Mark, Reverend Mark, and uh, Tara, or as we like to call Tara of Tara. She's, uh, she's Tara Timmons. And uh, just a wonderful time. Oh, Kelly Lee Williams, he was there. And it was just a total vaudeville experience. It was fully improvised, um, such an enjoyable brainstorming session. And to be able to share in that kind of ecosystem was so satisfying, so enjoyable. One of the things that Kelly Lee Williams would say, he drove all the way out from Las Vegas to be in that thing. That was so crazy. Uh, We hung out in a cemetery. You'll be able to hear us talk in a cemetery, hang out in a cemetery. Um, one thing I did, I don't think I recorded, uh, was we, we actually ended up, he ended up getting an audition. And so while we were hanging there at the, uh, at the, uh, cemetery, we asked him to come by and we recorded his audition right there. He sent it off and he ended up getting, he ended up getting a call back. He did his, he did his, uh, he did his part right there, uh, Next to like this, this, uh, this water fountain of Jesus. Just crazy. Anyway, we're entering the uh, building now. I'll talk to you guys more later. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Have you ever thought about where sound comes from? Is it sound from the voice? Or does it come from the speaker? Or is it coming from a computer chip? Where does sound come from I remember seeing a transistor radio at a museum and it was powered on a crystal and the curator said yep the radio powered by crystal and you don't have to charge it it's just a natural energy source from that crystal just fascinating so I want to get your thoughts man behind the machine that is a phenomenal phenomenal question where does sound come from I once had this feeling uh, I had smoked salvia I came to so many revelations from that Um, during that time the sounds that I heard it felt like I felt like the sound I was listening to was happening in reverse. Not that it sounded reversed, but I was hearing it in reverse. Uh, the image that... Okay, so it's like a bow. And I had these visions that the sound... 
just kind of a, 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 a <laughs> you know, we're running over it. Um, like the uh, the little, you know, those little tiny things you wind, the little tiny ones, and they pl- and the uh, the bumps they pluck the music that's there. Um, this immediately is making me feel like how it's been said that when we see color, we're not seeing like I'm looking at the tree right now. The green that I see off the tree is, this is crazy. I mean, how, you know, it's crazy that people just figure out ways of explaining this, right? And then, and then it's up to us whether we want to choose to accept it or not until we see it with our own eyes. But there's this idea that the tree is reflecting green. It's not green. It's reflecting green. So then what does that mean? The green is just there. And this is just somehow choosing to reflect that color. This is joining forces with that it's 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 feeling it reflects that color how interesting so the music that we're hearing is reflecting us in some way the ear is designed to hear the sound the sound exists because the ear exists Alan Watts talks about that. He's like, the sun exists because our eyes exist. (laughs) How cool is that? That's that, you know, they both existed at the same kind of time kind of thing. The sun exists because our eyes exist. Such a crazy, you know, fun backwards way of thinking about it. But also I just get a big kick out of that too. Just amazing. Sound is just as infinity is. No one could ever uh, uh, compute that which we don't know, no matter how clever the computers are. There's always the stuff that is giving, giving those ideas to the computers, giving those ideas to the smartest minds in the world. There's always the something that that is coming from, the well that that is being drawn from so you know in a sense all those realities are valid they exist they're truthful for each and every person it's truthful for the reality of the person who's uh, anyway well we're not going to go down that path but i will go down the path of saying i'm just as curious as you are about where sound comes from because they've got something called plant plant wave i believe it was originally titled Midi Sprout, and you hook that up to the tree, up to the leaf, and you can hear it. You can hear this beautiful sounds. And I saw a great TikTok where a guy did a test where he hooked up one of the electrodes to his finger, and then the other electrode to the to the plant, and then you got the sounds that existed between them. There's a really interesting device I keep seeing the ads for on Instagram. You might have too about this device that people can touch each other's skin and it creates a sound. How interesting is that? How interesting is that? So imagine if you do something like, you know, I'm not going to suggest playing the Ouija board. However, if you, let's say you get into a space of like that and people start, you know, cr- let's I imagining like a circle around the board of people. Mm-hmm. Say if they each put each other uh, a hand on each other's the the kneecap next to them, and one person holds on to the to the music thing. Could you imagine the kind of interesting sounds that would be generated through that vortex, through that twister, through the through the through the 
entities that are existing there. And then, of course, you get someone off to the side with the ghost box. Hmm. Maybe that person is at the end of the line. It goes... <laughs> or the, his hand is right there next to the person who's got the sound. Oh, that'd be interesting. Anyway, thanks for that question. Here's your fun fact. The blinking light at the top of the Capitol Records Tower spells out the word Hollywood in Morse code. And it has done so since the building's opening in 1956. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. So my sister and I, my sister Jenny and I, which by the way, um, if you're on TikTok, please let's be friends. I'm Inspirato Projecto on TikTok. I put up part two of the investigations that my sister Jenny and I had during our Randonautica, our first outing. Stay tuned, by the way, uh, part three will be, will be going up. The, the grand finale, the, the, the coup de grace, as one might say. So, part two is up now on TikTok. Uh, let's be friends on there. Let's collaborate. Let's duet. Let's 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 work together. It's a wonderful collaboration tool. It's far more than just girls dancing on it. You'll find information about science. You'll find information about. All kind, you'll see people building lightsabers. You'll see there are people who are cosplay enthusiasts. There's a guy who made an Iron Man costume. And they take you through the journey. There's a person on there who has a little robot. This little robot. Uh, if I could remember the name of it. But it seems to be very responsive to them talking. Uh, they were showing the little robot Terminator too, And the robot was flipping out. There's a woman who has a pet ostrich. Uh, there's a woman who makes tiny little miniatures, and she's the same woman who glues dead uh, ladybugs on her face like freckles. God, just so many extraordinary, uh, so many extraordinary things. I think I was talking about the girl who's got the 80s channel. Anyway, find me on TikTok, um, and just let me know if you've, if you've, heard, if, if you've heard about the, the, the message, the beacon, if you will, if you heard about it through the podcast. God, I, I get a, such a kick out of that. Also, pl plus, let me know about any of your projects. That's the thing. Any of you who are listeners can be a potential interviewee for this show. So if you, if you like some of the interviews, if there's any, you know, if it strikes a chord with you, if any, of any of these people that I've been interviewing and you, and you go, oh, my God, I recognize that. I, you know, that story that dude is talking about reminds me so much of a story that I had. Or, oh my God, that's crazy. I got, I got an experience just like that I want to share. Call the hotline, 561-203-9179, or leave it on the, on the voicemail. And uh, so that way I know to plug you in. I want to plug you in. Uh, you could also email me, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Uh, if you find me on Anchor, Inspirato Projecto, you can leave me a voice message right on there. That you click on that little thing, it'll let you just leave me a voice message and I'll include it on here, just like I did with Man Behind the Machine, with any of these extraordinary people. So, 
My sister Jenny and I, we were talking today, and she was telling me about how uh, a couple of friends of hers, uh, when they talk to her on the phone, you know, they're usually drunk. They usually call her late at night. They're drunk, and uh, she can't get a word in edgewise. They ask her a question. She goes to answer it. They just blow right over it. And usually there's there's uh, the commonalities, and, and this, is, this, is, this has happened for me with a couple of people in my life, whether they be friends or, or relatives, those people who call up drunk uh, and, and are th- that kind of lens that they're looking through, mo- a lot of the times, in most cases, they're telling you the same stories over and over and over again. They're telling you the same sad stories over and over and over again. Whether it's uh, maybe they were a a their maybe they were their small town's favorite football player, and you're scoring all the goals, and so you're always just talking about the heyday, and then things went wrong, or you talk about a bad relationship, or you talk about some some trauma, some traumatic thing that happened, and you just keep recounting that, and they just keep recounting that same story to you over and over and over again. And as much as you want to be there and empathize with these people, what you find is is that they they suck the life energy out of you. And they rarely want to hear really what you're talking about. Um, or if they're listening, they're listening for another opening for them to go talk more about the, their traumatic stuff, you know. And you get in this cycle of going, uh, am I a bad friend if I just don't want to talk to them anymore? You know, it's like I know the potential of how good they can be. Um yet you're like okay is this a reciprocative relationship here what are we both getting something out of this because it's been said if you're quiet if you're the quietest person in the room if you're listening to people all the time everyone thinks you're the greatest because you're listening to them you're listening to them talk they're getting stuff off their chest they're confiding in you etc 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 so forth many of them Forget that you've got stuff to say, too. They're not interested or they just don't know, you know, they don't think about it. They're just lost in their own sorrows, their own grief, etc., etc., etc. So, it's interesting because one would think, like if you were to ask these people, okay, here are, here are the subjects that usually talk to me about when we talk on the phone, when you call me and you're drunk. See, if you could talk to them when they're sober and you tell them about this, look, when you call me when you're drunk or, or what, what, whatever, you know, let's just put it this way. When you, when you call me and you're in this foul mood, these are the subjects that you always tend to talk about, I noticed. These are the ones that you're hooked on. Be interesting. Next time you talk to them on the phone, write down those subjects that they have constantly, maybe the exact same stories, the exact same stories. Because within each of those stories, there's a key as to why they keep going back to that story. Was it a tale of defeat or was it a tale of, you know, were they defeated or did they defeat someone? A lot of times it's a competition type of thing um, or a missed connection. You know, that's that I think what at the lower levels, deeper levels, it's this connection. It's like you want to make that connection. You have the idea for the goal. You go through, you go through the goal. So a lot of the times these people will go back to this, these same traumatic events, same traumatic events. And so what it popped in my mind was asking them, look, if I were to call you up and immediately start in and all I wanted to talk about 
was the time you, the time you, I don't know, you didn't ask that girl of the prom and it would have changed your life and you two could possibly be married and have kids to this day, you know, and oh, the coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, type of things. If you, if I were to bring that up to you every single time and go, oh yeah, you know, man, you dropped the ball on that one. Yep. There. Yep. Oh yeah. All I could think about is how much you dropped the ball on that one. And you just really actually just reflect it back to that person. The exact same thoughts and sentiments that they themselves have actually said to you. So now you're holding up that. What that is, is it's a mirror. You know, you do it with as, as little judgment as possible. You just present the facts. Whoop. You just give them the exact feedback that they had, and they don't like that because there's a calling out. You're calling them out there. Well, you're not calling them out. You're bringing them to the mirror. It's not you. You're bringing them to the mirror. So now it's like now they're it's like the uh, the uh, the opera singer singing at the same pitch as the glass, and the glass breaks. You're bringing you're bringing zero plus one. No, you it's uh, it's one plus negative one. Bam, cancels it out. That's what happens. You bring them to the mirror. Now they're stunned. Do they look deeper into it? Are they like, ah! Are they repulsed? Do they look deeper into it? What's the thing? Do they look deeper into it? Follow the rabbit hole? Or are they like, ah! Don't show me that. No! Curses! Curses! Um, so you go, okay, are these the subjects that you want me to talk to you about all the time? Your, your divorce. Your, uh, uh, oh, you know what? You know, that was terrible that you had that divorce and, you know, and... Uh, and you, you know, you should have done this. You should have done that. You just echo back to them the exact same conversation. If you were to do that to that person, to that person who's always in that traumatic state of mind when they call you, how would they feel about that? You know, it would be, it, it would be quite interesting. If they're open up to the experiment, it might be interesting to go, okay, you know what? Let's hang up. I'm going to call you back and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you with the exact same information that you frequently talk to me in. And I'm just going to do it. And we'll, and we'll hear, you know, if you want to agree with that or not. Now, this is the thing. I think it'd be important to ask the person, do you want, do, how, how, what's your comfortability level in these stories, in these storytellings? On a scale of 1 to 10, how do they make you feel? Okay, this one here with the failed marriage. This one here with the... Whatever it was, whatever it was, whatever it was, all these things, all these things. The time you didn't make it into the Frisbee championship, you know, <laughs> I don't care, whatever it is. The time where you didn't make the first place in the, uh, in the Pinewood Derby, you know, oh, how come you didn't win first place in that Pinewood Derby? Ah, curses. That's oh, for shame. Carry that with you for as long as you live. Oh, let everybody know about it. Oh, let everybody know about it as often as you can. Especially once you got media on your side. Oh, really let them know. Give them a good wallop of that trauma. So you got to ask them, do you want to, you go, okay, now think back to the times when you felt satisfied. Tell me a story of a time when you really felt satisfied. No holds barred. Just no buts, no disclaimers. Just, just unapologetic. Just give me, just turn on the, just turn on the hose. We're going to give some nutrition to the tree here. We're going to water the tree, okay? Turn on the hose, baby. Get that flowing. Get that going. Get it glowing. Get it showing. Now it's, there it is. Tell us. 
Turn on the magic. When were those times you felt really plugged in, really in the groove? Well, there was this time when I was uh, I used to love skateboarding. Oh, man, that half pipe, I would really get into the groove. Ooh, yeah, that feels so good, right? That that idea, that skateboarding. Okay, that's good, that's good. What else, what else, what else? And you just keep having them dig into that, dig into that, and you go, how do you feel on a scale of 1 to 10? Just right now, thinking about those things, how do you feel? Well, I feel 5,000, 5,000. Okay, so do you like that feeling? Would you like to reside in that feeling as often as possible? Well, yeah, but the the real world, listen, the real world is inside your head, dude. The real world is what you're letting in. What kind of vampires you letting in the house, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? You let the vampire in, it's you know, it's all over. So what are you letting in? What kind of guests are you letting in that house? Are you letting take up residence in there? You know, p- very popular phrase we've heard a lot now is people are like uh Oh, that you know, that bully from thir- uh, from fifth grade has been living in my brain rent free, you know, for the past whatever sixty something years. Rent free, he's been living in there in my brain. Well, okay, kick him out. Um. So, so you're giving, you're at least giving them a, a mirror of their own. First of all, you take, you you let them look at the mirror of 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 whether they want to choose to accept those or not. Now they're like, oh my God, I'm broken. I've, I've looked at this identity I've built myself upon for so long. And now, and now I don't agree with those things. Now where do I go? Okay, cool. Next stage. Now you take them down memory lane where they felt courageous, where they felt, you know, oh, they were just so, they felt in the groove, man. They were in the groove. Maybe one of them was like, oh yeah, man, the arcades way back in the day and I was just playing Mortal Kombat and oh my God, I got through all those levels. Oh my God, it only took me two quarters. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I won. I got my name in the top high score. It was in there for three months. I couldn't believe it. Um, so it's like those joyous moments. So you take them there and you go, okay, this is something you know you can experience. This is something you know feels good. That's satisfying. You answer me. You tell me. You tell me what are some of the feelings you feel when you when you think about those satisfying moments. What what are some of the feelings? To, you tell me. Oh wow, it's like eating a really good meal. Uh, it's like it really hits the spot. Yes, yes, exactly. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, well, I just felt really connected. I felt uh, heard. Yes, 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 more. Uh, I felt I was just in my element. Uh, and and, and it, there was teamwork and we were a tribe and we were moving together as one organism. Yes, 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 yes. What else? What else? Uh, there was reciprocation. There was give and take. Uh, everybody got a turn on the ride. Everybody trusted one another and amplified each other's ideas. Yes, 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 yes. What else? Oh, it was word jazz, baby. We just just, just dreamed it. Oh, God, it was great. <clears throat> we just opened up... <clears throat> Open up the throttle and let the imagination fly. And we all just kind of felt in the groove. Yes, 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 more. Okay, now, you know that that's possibility. You know that that's a possibility. Look how quickly, if we were to take a timer here. In fact, that might be funny. Take a timer. You go, uh, you do a time timer. See how quick it takes for them to go from this me, poor me, sorrow, sorrow, sorrow. I'm dragging around the past with me. I'm dragging around the past with me. You know, how many people does it take to hear the trauma before it's just like, okay, it's enough already. It's enough already. It's enough already. Is it serving you? God, man. Is it serving you? Everybody's got a trauma. Everybody everybody who measures their own trauma is going to measure it with a, you know, it's going to be more traumatic than what you've gone through. So, it's everything's a relative thing. So we want to get past that. We want to get to the 
point of satisfaction, of relaxation, of being in the groove, of being in the zone. So you take, them to, you take those people to that moment, feeling that. Now you go. Here we have some tools. We've all written it down. You write it down. You have them write it down. You go, you write it down. They write it down. They look at it in their own handwriting. They see the things, the, the, the feelings attached to the very memories that they had of those things. And then you take that spirit and you go, okay, now we're going to plug. Now, to, uh, while simultaneously feeling that vibe, you tell me of a project. You tell me of something that you would love to see out there in the world, something you've always wanted to create, something that you, you know, were afraid of making or that you felt like you just didn't, you know, you didn't believe in yourself in. What are some of those things? While simultaneously holding the thoughts of that satisfaction. Now, whoop, okay, let that thing pop up just as a thing, just as a thing. Like you're watching a uh, projector, you got no feelings towards it. There it is. It's just there. And then, bam, you go. You infuse it. You give it the, you give it the blood. You give it the oil. You give it that twinky, sweet center filling. You go. And you infuse that. It's like putting the, um, it's like putting the pennies into the jar, you know? It's a, you're putting the value into the container. So now, when they think about, oh, I've always wanted to write that screenplay. Okay, now we're going to approach writing that screenplay with the same spirit that you felt in accomplishing these goals that you might have felt were impossible to achieve when you first looked at them. Same thing. Everything, there's, there's, no, there's no bigger fish to fry or monster to go after. It's so crazy. I've been seeing so many of these crazy synchronicities happening. I just got asked by Sage, which is great. Sage, Sage is the producer. I, I think I was telling you about this. I got a chance to work with Phil Donlin. Uh, I was able to bring in my buddy uh, Mark's, Mark Timmons, a.k.a. Reverend Mark, his wife Tara Timmons, a.k.a. T Tara of Tara. Um, Brian DeVille. Uh, noise, noise band enthusiast. His friend Tursa. We were all able to work on that set. Now, Sage, the producer. It's so funny. Two day, two days ago. No, yesterday. Yesterday, I was I was talking with Mark again about how much fun we had when we shot that commercial with Phil Donlin and those same folks I just mentioned. We, oh man, it was so great. Oh, we can't wait to do that again. Can't wait to do that again. He's been asking me for about a week. Actually, we we shot it on the fifth, I believe. Is that when it was? I don't know. I don't know when it was, but yeah, I think it was. Uh, which, by the way, thank you. Reminds me, I still got to put out that podcast when we hung out. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Audio circus, baby. Audio circus. Variety. Varietal. Carnival. Varietal. <laughs> it's a carnival varietal. Uh, audio carnival varietal. Audio varietal. <laughs> <laughs> I've coined a new term, audio varietal. <clears throat> you and I, we, we coined it together, actually, because I would not have thought about this if, if you had not pulled this out of me. Audio varietal. Audio carnival. Audio varietal. Audio carnival. So I get this call today from Sage asking me. He goes, hey, we got something on October 25th, I think it is, or 20th. Uh, another one of these things. We need six people total. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I just talked to my friend Noel two days ago. 
two days ago. That was funny. I was telling Noel about the about the commercial shoot, and I go, "Oh my God, Noel! I forgot I was going to, I was going to let you know about the next about when there was a time for this to happen because she was on the show with me and Phil Donlin. She met him, and uh, where Phil told the story of of us. Uh, oh man, of well, of the incident involving Godzilla and King Kong. That's all I'll say about that. Go to mixcloud.com slash inspirato projecto. That's where you'll hear that audio file. It's a K-Chung file. Um, if I can find the link, I'll put it into this podcast description. Yeah, that's what I'll do. So you can hear that crazy story. So while we were there, you know, on, on K-Chung, back before the uh, quarantine hit, uh, which there are updates for K-Chung. Remind me to tell you about those. While we were in the studio... She got to know Phil, and, and uh, Phil's like, "Oh my God! Next time we're on a set, we gotta, you know, we'll, we'll keep you in mind. We'll work together." Well, I forgot to ask her to come along when I was invited. So now it's so funny. So I was talking with her. I was telling her about it, and I go, "Oh my God, Noel! I forgot to ask you. Next time, there's a time. I promise you. I promise you." Well, bam. Today, two days later, after that conversation, remember, I had the conversation with Noel, and very next day, Mark Timmons, <clears throat> Reverend Mark. Uh, <clears throat> which, by the way, I believe we're going on Halloween to Giant Rock. That's like in Joshua Tree territory where there have been a lot of UFO sightings. Look up Giant Rock, the Integratron. Look up the Integratron. That's out there. Oh, my God, the Integratron. Any of you uh, investors out there, let's, we, let's make that dream come true and let's finish building that Integratron. Oh, my God. Uh... Boy, wouldn't that be awesome? So, yeah. Here I talked to here I talked to Noel about it, then I talked to Mark. Then bam, today Sage. Which by the way, for those of you who don't know, which you probably most likely know, Sage is the uh well, what is that? What is that? It's like a paper-like substance. Is it just dry is it like a is it dried leaves? I should probably be doing Google, but I don't want to. I'm out here on the beautiful day. I've been using that new microphone I got. Uh, and I think I think it's been picking up pretty good background stuff. So I'm going to use this for a while until I get a microphone sponsorship company. Oh, yeah. So that's the reason why I brought that up was that was a manifestation of reality right there. Sage, he calls me. Hey, let's do it again. We'll look for six people. Bam. Now I can plug in Noel. How cool is that? Noel. A holiday. I call her the walking holiday. I know such magical people in my life, and it's such a pleasure to share them with you. Pauly Shores, he's another. The Yachtly Crew guys. I, I know so many wizards, and it's because I've curated it. It's like an art gallery. You curate the art gallery. These friends of mine are, are a curated art gallery. Yes, we got some that call you up when they're drunk, and you're going, okay, well. So this was the thing. I want to get back to that. This was the thing. So I'd heard about this, where... Um, you make this agreement with your your friends. You go, look, I'm going to write down. Anytime you have a limited belief, I'm going to write it down in the, in the notebook. I'm going to write down your limited belief in the notebook. So at the end of the day, you show them. And now they're given that opportunity to decide whether they want to agree with that or not. That's their notebook. Now, maybe you also write down the things that they say. You know, maybe simultaneously. Okay, so simultaneously, you're writing down their limited belief system. You also write down the times where they talked positively about themselves 
Okay? She write down all the times negative belief system. Positive. What? All the times they said good stuff about themselves. Now they get to look at that. Do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? They're looking in the mirror from all angles. There's pure yin-yang right there, baby. Now, if both of you do this, so throughout the day, you each got a notebook. You each got a pen, you know? Um, at first, you might be self-conscious. I don't know. Uh, but then it kind of goes away. It's like you, eventually you forget there are cameras watching you when you go and grocery shopping, right? Just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. But as soon as a guy shows up out in the parking lot holding a video camera up to your face, now it's a different story, isn't it? Because there's a, there's a, there's a human body aspect that's right there in, in your face, which you might object to. And then he might reply, well, you didn't seem to have an issue with, with the cameras in there, did you? At which point you go, well, yeah, sure, but... Okay, so you're telling me I can stand way over here and still videotape? Well, no, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's not good, you know. Well... What if I stand away over here? <laughs> you know? I'll stand as far away from you as the cameras in the store were. You know? There, here we are. We got a safe 10, 10 feet here <laughs> between you and I. So, it's, it's they're looking at themselves through the camera. They're judging themselves. A lot of times why I think people don't like to be recorded. What's funny is that now they're, they've, they don't want to own up to their own behavior is what it is. I mean, this is just a part of it. And it's not, you know, nefarious necessarily. It could be whatever you want it to be. But I think that the idea of hearing themselves say something embarrassing or, uh, or not good about someone else, and they go, oh, I got to own up to that. At least if it's just said out loud and it's not recorded, you don't have to own up to it, do you? You can say, oh, well, you were drunk at that party. How do you know what I said? Or I was drunk at that party. I never know what I say when I'm drunk. Oh, okay, yeah, let's blame it on the tequila again. What happened last night? I blacked out. Uh, why is everything broken? Well, dude, let's just say uh, it's a convenient excuse. Let's just say the tequila made me do it. Oh, okay. You're getting off scot-free then. Okay. Oh, it was just the tequila. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. So now what you do is you, you, you confront yourselves with this book at the end of the day and you go, okay, do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? And you make that agreement. You go, look, I want to be the best version of myself. You want to be the best version of yourself. Do you want me to hold you accountable to the horrible things you say about yourself and the way in which you view the world that's tainting your experience? Because maybe you got, maybe that's another thing too is you're also writing down the serendipities that happened throughout the day. Oh, you said this, and then this thing happened in our reality experience later on in the day. Remember you said this thing? Remember you said this thing about this thing? And then, all, and then bam, here this thing is. <clears throat> uh, and you look at it. And you decide whether that's a reality that you agree with or not agree with. It's the most, it's the best kind of news. It's the best kind of media that you could actually possibly be looking at. Besides uh, Mr. Rogers reruns and Sesame St old, old Sesame Street reruns, of course. Romper Room and Captain Kangaroo. Let's throw those in there. Let's throw in Bo Bozo Show, too. Sven Gulli. Let's throw those in there, too. <laughs> but you catch my drift. Mr. Rogers, man, they teach you everything. You, you know, that's everything you need to know. Old, old Sesame Street, that's everything you need to know. No showboating. Purely, pure and simple. 
pure genuinity, authenticity, purity at its at its finest. So yeah, those are some ideas that had popped into my brain. And I had to share them with you. Gosh, man. This is just, I'm going to continue documenting the synchronicities. Uh, oh, by the way, um, on uh, anchor.fm slash Inspirato Projecto, on any of your favorite podcast apps, actually, I went to great lengths to put this into, uh, oh, you're listening to the podcast. What the hell? You're, you're, li- you're, you're listening to it. Oh my gosh. Where the hell? I went to, I went to Dimension 5 again, uh, and, I brought, and I brought you with me. I went to Dimension 5 again, and I brought you with me. I did it. I did it again. I brought you with me. Hi, welcome to the ASMR portion. Welcome to the ASMR portion of Esperanto. <laughs> oh, man. It reminds me of, like, those tutorials where you hear the kid that's like, you can tell they got one of those headsets on. And like, okay. They take, you can hear them take a sip of their Mountain Dew or whatever. And they are just talking right in there. So if I was able to give you that kind of gift today, I it's it was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. All right, folks, that's all for today. Uh, unless unless we got a, another caller. Heck, what's it? Let's throw in let's throw in a, a fun fact and a uh, something from the TSA. And let's round it out, uh, make it real good, round it out with uh, Polly Shores. Polly Shores with one of his messages. Shall we? Uh, oh, by the way, so check out the Scaramanga Silk episode, all right? It's called uh, Scaramanga and the Golden Silk. It's a very layered title. Uh, there are layers and symbols. Trust me, trust me. Take care, folks. <laughs> what a great way to wake up giggling with Inspirato Projecto and Nina Rubin. <laughs> These people are my people. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be tuning in. Get ready. (laughs) Inspirata Projecto, always bringing entertaining, enlightening conversations to his show out here. That extraordinary little giblet just came through the pipeline, through the voice messages. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on Anchor, you got your own podcast, go to Inspirato Projecto. Leave me a voicemail, uh, voice message. I'll put it up on the podcast. This came through. I was about to do the next thing that I'm about to do. I was about to do that. And then I checked in my voice messages, and there's here's one from Maria. 
Maria Humphreys. She interviewed me for her podcast. It's only fair I got to interview her for mine. I can't believe I've known her probably for like two years now, and I haven't interviewed her for, for, for this. She was, she was on K-Chung, had her on the radio, but I never interviewed her for the podcast. And, uh, oh, did I? Oh, once. Yes, 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 yes. Once. This was at the L- uh, Los Angeles Podcast Explosion. Ocean. Um, Drake, Tina Drake, she put the whole event together. And little did we realize that all of us, these folks who happen to follow each other's podcasts, little did we realize there are about five or six of us had already followed each other's. We, we, none of us realized that we, we even lived in Los Angeles. I don't think any of us really even realized that. We all signed up for this thing. It turns out that we all just so happen, as the universe has it, extraordinary universe as the universe would have it all of us okay it's like oh guess what you all follow each other's podcast lightning bolt and now all of a sudden you all happen to live in los angeles and now you're all gonna meet each other (laughs) oh my god so i got a chance to uh to to record she it was so funny because this was a simulcast this is one of those situations where if you press play on my podcast on my episode and press play on hers and you'd line it up like uh the the uh wizard of oz with with the dark side of the moon line that baby up you have a really interesting groove going on because you'll hear me you'll you'll hear hear me in the background of her podcast and then you'll hear her in the background of my podcast (laughs) We're switching off. We're talking, talking, uh, smiles. Gosh, I need to, I need to brush back up on my, on my people. Yovi D, you know, um, Amber smiles. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, each, each, each of these uh, spirits, just extraordinary. And there's no, and there's no question about it. I, I have known these folks in other, in other la- lifetimes. You just know. Yowzer McFowser Incorporated, of course, of course. Oh my gosh, oh, this is crazy, man. Okay, another synchronicity. Okay, another synchronicity. Uh, so I had planned up next the TSA by Forgotten Tales. John Garside runs that, which you'll hear. Um, oh no, I okay. So yeah, I was going to start talking about my my idea book. Okay. All I was going to do is talk about my idea book. We, we, we have the TSA by John Garside and then Pauly Shores. Um, a fun message from Pauly Shores. And I, the reason why the podcast got cut off while I was talking just now is because John Garside just called me. So, the, okay, this is a funny thing. Okay, so imagine this. Imagine this, okay? Imagine you... Uh, imagine... Imagine hearing the thing you heard before I brought in Maria's message. Okay, so imagine. I was just gonna put an inter- a, a little, a little, a little, little music interlude there into this next piece, which I'm about to do now. So imagine if that, if it went from that, and then it just immediately stitched to this. This is how the the natural order of things would happen. Read my idea book. Okay, then I ended up looking. I just so happened, before I started that, I just so happened, I was like, wait, here's a message here. Here's, here's, you know, I got a message here from Maria Humphreys. I go, okay, let's put her in there. And then let's comment on that. Okay, so that'll be stacked into it. Let's, let's, put, let's put her a message in there. I'll comment on it. I'll segue into 
talk about my idea book. Well, Bamzo, and then, and then after the idea book, you know, John Garside, Bamzo, John Garside calls me. So now I get to comment on that. <laughs> oh, my God. He and I are, 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 are uh, working out something, figuring out ways to utilize green screens. He'll use green screen. I'll use green screen. And to um, make TikTok videos with that. So, oh, yeah, t- I'm on TikTok. I probably told you that. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Between making the podcasts, interviewing people, uh, and making TikToks, that's, 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 that's what I'm doing. That's precisely what I'm doing. I'm going to read to you from an old idea book. Here we go. Here we go. The avant-garde ambiance. You get to hear the avant-garde ambiance. Ambiance. This, it's, you know, it's always fun to revisit. For instance, did you guys know that at USC, spring 2013, they had Twin Peaks, a, a series retrospective. Spring 2013, Eileen Norris Cinema Theater, Frank Sinatra Hall. USC Vision, Visions and Voices, Cinematic Arts. Twin Peaks, a retro a series retrospective, spring 2013. Over the course of the 2013 semester, we will present a complete series retrospective of ABC's landmark 1990 primetime drama Twin Peaks, created by David Lynch and Mark Frost. Their critically acclaimed series had everyone in America asking, who killed Laura Palmer? Throughout the spring, episodes will be screened, followed by in-depth Q&As with key cast and crew from the production. The screenings will culminate with a special 35mm presentation of the 1992 feature film, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. You guys ever seen that? It's such a good one. Where is my Garmin Bonsilla? This is a Formica table. Green is its color. The complete series will be screened across seven Sunday afternoons from January through April 2013. As follows, please check our website for updates. So, uh, I would like to know if you happen to go to this. These were the various dates. I'm not going to read everything, but they did uh, January 27th, February 10th, February 17th, March 3rd, March 10th, March 24th, and April 14th. That's pretty cool, huh? Each time they screened about one, two, three, four, five. Whoa! One of those nights they screened. Some of those nights they screened five episodes. A lot of cases, just four episodes. But that's gosh, how cool, man! Just to think these pieces of history happen, you know. And and how often are these things documented? For those who who it matters, there are Twin Peaks historians out there who would love to know about that. If they don't know about it already, well, now they know. Now they know. got all these things in here oh by the way bolt ultra look up bolt ultra batteries on ebay um this is a company i'm working with right now 
I've been concocting commercials for them, meeting with some very interesting people. They're the American distributors of this battery, Bolt Ultra. Look it up on eBay. The guys who are going to be the, uh, they still got to put it, put the link up on their page, lacarmed.com. It's a Los Angeles company, lacarmed.com. They do custom stuff, you know, like the Fast and the Furious type cars. They, they work on a lot of cars like that. They do a lot of insurance claims, like when people get bashed up and they got to go to a garage. That's these guys. They handle a lot of those. <clears throat> but they, they are... Uh, the sole distributors of this brand new high-tech silicate salt battery, green technology, and it's good for the environment. It doesn't have acid in it like normal batteries. I mean, it's just a... It's great for the people who got solar power. Um, the batteries charge fast. Just good. Just good all around. All right. Hmm. I don't know if I told you guys about this. I once, I once um, went to interview for Whole Foods. My buddy was working there, my buddy Jeremy Polinski, and uh, he thought that I would work good, like in the smoothie section. But it turns out that they had uh, a section that was open for the uh, wines and cheeses. I believe I had to learn all this stuff about these wines. I had to learn all these ingredients about these cheeses. Um, and I didn't really want that job. I, I prefer the smoothie job. But anyway, <clears throat> nonetheless, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going the, I'm interviewing these people as much as they're interviewing me. I was jacked up on coffee. I was excited. I was looking respectable. The cleanest, one of the cleanest sort of, you know, all American dudes uh, I've gotten to. And uh, <laughs> I went in there and I had this piece of paper that was printed out. I think I had about five sheets of this printed out. <clears throat> and so I figured I'm interviewing them. So they're asking me all these questions. I go, you know what? I have something for you guys now. Since we're both interviewing each other, here's my work. Here's, here's I'm, what I'm handing out to you. And it was a worksheet. <laughs> it was a worksheet. Um. All right, let's see. So these were some of the questions I had. So they had this thing called Download for a Difference. I forgot what the heck that was all about, but that was something that was going on that seemed like something I want to be a part of. So I'm just going to read you things that I may or may not know. I, you know, here we go. These, okay. Download for a Difference. How do I contribute to that? Do they put out a new one each year? Who do I talk to? How important is reciprocation, cooperation, and collaboration? Why? So I, I think the idea here is that I wanted them to fill out the questionnaire and give it to me so I could gauge their mindsets. Because I'm, I'm, I'm letting them know what I'm looking for. And if they do not fulfill those, if, they, if, 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 if they're not into cooperation or collaboration with their employees, then why am I going to work for them? Why am I going to work with them? At least they know what I'm out there for, and that's what I, that, that'll be the standard I hold them to. Anyway, how important is reciprocation, cooperation, collaboration? Why? When was the last time you made 
ugly slash funny faces in the mirror? Or did a different accent or dialect? What are some of your favorite hobbies? Most recent epiphanies. When, wa- when was the last time you laughed loudly and heartily? What makes you laugh most? Are your perspectives... Oh, I see. Are your perspectives... And then I gave them two choices. And I put a parenthesis. Fill in the, fill in the correct circle. Uh, so are your perspectives generally... And then I put negative, and I put a little circle next to it, and positive with a little circle next to it. Okay. So basically, I'll read it to you like this. Are your perspectives negative or positive? Were you raised on this perspective, or did it grow over time? Do you often wonder about the language you choose to use and how it affects the growth of your present paradigm? How often do you give compliments to strangers, friends, and family? Or do random acts of kindness that you've never told anyone about? What are your passions slash dreams, talents, and favorite accomplishments? How many friends can you really count on? Why? So those are the questions I gave Whole Fo- the Whole Foods folks. And apparently that caused some friction right away. The feedback I heard from Jeremy uh, from them about me was that I, they thought I was on cocaine. They said I had so much energy. <laughs> I mean, it was so funny. I got to tell you because I, I mean, yeah, I, I needed a job. I needed, you know, I needed a job at that time. I had to pay rent. You know, that, that was, that, that's the main thing. Can I pay rent? Other things you can be late on, like phone, uh, like um, like uh, electric bills, you can be late on those. Gas bills, you can be late on those. Knowing that you, knowing that you have that kind of leeway, it's like credit. It's like okay, I got credit. I don't have to pay it off just yet until. So it's like when you know when you got those kinds of credits. Uh, when you know that you got those resources, it feels a little safer, you know. So. <clears throat> I know I needed this job bad. However, since it was sort of like a corporate, I guess, situation, uh, I wanted to. I wanted to push their bound. I wanted to stretch their imaginations, push their push. Limit limiting belief systems, and 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 feed. The unlimited belief systems at the same time. Uh, this is. Oh, here's some ideas. Volcano gods. Time peace, P E A C E. Time peace. Wow, volcano gods. Would it be interesting if it was the volcano gods that make the lava come out? One of them gets angry. 
Isn't that crazy? Bam, that loud bam that we just heard. It's Volcano God smashing the button. And then boom, the lava. The lava comes forth. You know, there are those animals that live way down, way down below. And they live right near there, right near the lava that comes out of the uh, way down, down in the middle of the ocean. They live right there. They, they, they evolve to, to be able to withstand those kinds of temperatures. So can we speed up evolution? What's the way to speed that up? In other words, the things that trigger us, when we, when we get to a point where we're like, oh, that triggers me, uh, me, I can't go past that point. Reminds me of, you know, my limitations. I'm going to stop. So why is the stopping there? Is it the, is it the fear of the, the learning curve and how, how long it'll take to be familiar with and easily access that information? Um, you know, no one really wants to fight with the information. No one really wants to like, ah, it's going to take forever for me to learn this. Well, maybe if our attitude towards learning the information in the first place is more outgoing and like, okay, yeah, let's try that. How is this going to benefit me? How is this going to be good? Uh, but, you know, how long is it going to take to learn that? Well, what if you could speed up the evolution, speed up the learning process, speed up the evolutionary process? So let's say, for instance, if we if we find out, okay, how many years did it take for this thing? How do you even possibly document something like that? When you When you come across something brand new that you've never seen before, a creature that can withstand gazillions of, of, of hot temperatures and you have nothing to compare it to. How do you go, oh, well, million, you know, it took hundreds of thousands of years for it to grow to this point where it can do this. How do you even, that's a side question, side quest, which isn't that funny? Cause quest comes from question. That's a side quest. It's a side question. The question is what leads you on the quest. So basically we're always going on quests. Intriguing, intrigue, trigue, triguing, triguing. I'm going triguing today. I am too. I'm intriguing right now. I'm in the triguing state. Trigue. Trigue your way across the galaxy. Question by question. You have to be in it. To be trigged, trigged, triggered by it. Intrigue, T-R-I-G. Intrigue is part of trigger, I bet. Intrigue, intrigger. I'm pulling the trigger on going deeper into this. Ing is the act of doing it. Ing, I'm intriguing, eating. Ing, it's like a hook. Who are those people talking over there? Who are those people talking over there? Speed up your evolutionary process now. Ow. Listen to more Inspirado Projecto to speed up your evolutionary process. Hey, Chad here from the Concave Hardcore Skating Podcast. I just want to thank you again for making that theme song for us. We'll definitely be using that on a future episode. I really appreciate it. It was so cool of you. Oh, hey, 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 dude. Who are you? You can't just walk in here and grip on my junk, dude. Hey!
it's okay. I'm with the TSA. Yeah, man. <laughs> Don't sweat it, buddy. I'm with the TSA. You're with the TSA? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with the TSA. Don't sweat it, man. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry, dude. I didn't know his official business. Go for it. All right, man. That's the way to be. Yeah, TSA all the way. Yeah. Hey, this is Paulie Shores from Yachtly Crew. Just calling to give you a little serenade and a PSA from the TSA to let you know you are listening to to let you know you are listening to one of the most inspired and creative genius minds in this universe, the entire universe. And just to show you and to demonstrate, I will perform the whole tone scale on my flute as an inspired melody from listening to the most recent podcast on Inspirado Projecto. Inspirado Pro. <laughs>